Welcome to the Not A Fakers That Boy Malcolm Show. I am your host, That Boy Malcolm. Uh, it's been a while, a couple of weeks. I said I wouldn't go anywhere, apparently. Maybe maybe you can consider me lying. A lot has happened, and this is actually kind of an impromptu show. Um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, one, I, I, from everybody's knowledge, I've informed before I do the show from my phone and I had received damage to my phone which caused me not to be able to do the podcast for a few weeks and uh, yeah I know I suck uh, <laughs> a lot of things uh, other things have happened but that is the number one reason of the re- well there are other the reasons why I haven't been able to do a show but that is the top reasons because I could have chunked some stuff together like today and apparently uh, I apparently I, I lost my uh, my job recently which really is the isn't the reason that I haven't been doing a show but it was part of it but like I say the whole phone breaking thing so a lot of my resources I lost and uh, pretty much I've been on a journey I ended up picking up a new job and apparently technically I have two jobs currently uh, so I'll be working six days out of the week uh, one full-time job and technically one part-time job and uh, before this all happened I I, I I mean, right when I knew this was about to happen, I did uh, did another open mic. Uh, probably one of my better open mics in actuality because, I don't know, I, I it was more of an impromptu thing. Uh, it was a little fun, a little fun. Um, but, yeah, enjoyed myself. Um, besides that, I've like I said, I picked up a new job which pays more money. And also, I picked up a a side a little side job. The side job is still with the old company I was working with for, but it's like weekends. I work a couple of days out on the weekends. This is probably I'm probably gonna do this to the end of the year. May even be longer, depending because the whole idea is is to make up for the money that I lost for the two weeks. I was. Well, part-time, because I wasn't technically unemployed. I was basically put in a part-time situation in which I only worked a few hours. But, you know, I need to make that money back from that I lost within that time. Um, but I'm going to let you guys hear the uh, the open mic that I did, which referred to, that has references to that. Here we go. Andrew Cooks here, everybody. Let him know you love him. He's sad. He's sad. He's real sad. I love him. Uh, hey, your next comment coming up. I'm a huge fan. Give it up for, uh, goddamn, I forgot his name. Uh, somebody, it's Dat Boy Something. Dat Boy Malcolm. Dat Boy Malcolm. Going through something right now, I usually don't do open mics on uh, Mondays. I usually work on Monday nights, but apparently I'm going to get fired tomorrow. So (laughs) that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, I got a call today around 5 o'clock, something like that, 
saying that they need me to come to the office tomorrow and don't come to work tonight. So apparently, apparently at 8 o'clock in the morning, they're going to tell me, like, you know, if you watch Hard Knocks, they're going to tell me to bring me my uniform and my playbook and uh, wish me well in my future endeavors. Um, it's kind of it's kind of messed up reason why I get I'm getting fired. Uh, I, I work security, and the reason why they're letting me go is because for whatever reason, months ago they decided to go with 12-hour shifts on weekends because we had nice, perfect eight hours, five days a week. But they decided, oh no, we're gonna make you work 12 hours on weekends, and we're gonna monitor everything you do. And we're gonna put a snitch with you, so she's gonna record you when you goes off because you can't get on the internet or you can't do anything but just sit and look at computer screens for 12 hours. So that's the reason why I'm getting fired. Um, I don't know, you know. <laughs> but fuck that bitch, Mary Bridge, Bridge, but fuck that bitch. I don't, I, I, I don't know why I'm saying a real name. I could just use the same joke and just use another name. But you know what, fuck Mary Bridge. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> Yeah. I always have trouble with women anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was going out on this date with this girl and she just had this arrogance and I don't know if she get it. You know, she, she thought she was just, I, I had to do this, I had to do that. And I'm like sitting there like, you know what? Fuck you, don't you realize this is 2015? And you know, Kermit the Frog got a new bitch. What the fuck, I'm gonna be fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thanks for the <laughs> So, in another adventure of me embarrassing myself with another over mic, uh, yeah, like I said, I guess that's like therapy for me. I'm, like I said, I keep, keep on doing that, having a little fun. Um, in other news, um, I guess uh, I can stick to a little, I can put a little sports in here. That he, I went to an Astros game. Uh, Astros playing against the Texas Rangers. Uh, the one of the three games, three one of the three games they they had in Houston recently, uh, close to the end of the season. I went to the one that the Astros lost apparently, so I might stay away from Astros game as uh, the Astros make the playoffs, beat the beat the Yankees a couple of days ago. Uh, Dallas uh, Keiko pitched a masterful game. He. Um, uh, it is great to see a uh, the Astros uh, come from where they've been over the years to being a playoff team to being a team that like like a lot of people uh, sports media wise are picking to be the next big thing. Uh, their Sports Illustrated uh, a couple of, uh, about a year ago did a report saying that the Astros will be two thousand seventeen champs. So. It is it's very exciting to see this uh, bunch of ragtag young kids. Uh, uh, coin the phrase uh, from uh, from uh, Sub ninety in Houston, Crush City, as uh, we like they like to call themselves. Uh, having a uh, after a victory, having a little fun up in a uh, club Astros. That's what they do. You kind of saw a little glimpse of that if you watched the uh, post game celebration. As you also got to see uh, Kobe Rasmus for the Houston Astros uh, bust out with his uh, his uh, Brett the Hitman heart look as he's dipped in champagne and he got the goggles on. You can't tell me he didn't look like Brett the Hitman heart. But 
the Astros are uh, going into next week. They're going to be playing against the Kansas City Royals, and uh, the Texas Rangers will be playing against the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. This is going to be some fun baseball, and it's, it's, it's great. To, it's, it, as interesting as it is, it's great to see two teams in Texas, both in an uh, American League uh, divisional uh, round, and it's gonna. Let's see if one of them uh, get to the uh, uh, AL championship. The th- uh, the thing is, the Astros fell well this season against the Kansas City Royals. So, as I see that series, I I wouldn't I wouldn't count them out against the Royals. It would be it'd be pretty awesome if they can come through and make it a series. I I, I won't say win it. I would like for them to win the series. I think it's possible, plausible for them to win this series. Like I said, uh, earlier in the year, they had a three-game series against the Royals. And the Astros swept the Royals. Uh, later on in the season, during the time the Astros were starting to struggle, the Royals took a couple of back, couple from uh, from the Astros. But this uh, the Astros, Astros uh, pitch ERA against the Royals are two, is 218. Uh, it is the lowest ERA uh, uh, versus the Royals this season. So apparently, this Astros team does give this this Royal team some struggles. Uh, also, just last night in the wild card division uh, game, uh, the Cubs defeated the Cubs defeated the the Pittsburgh Pirates. And what I saw from that, I mean, and is just the the. The tension from that game later on is uh they start turning into this baseball hit fest and it, it it's funny how the rules of baseball the un unwritten rules still apply in a one game playoff when you are a team that's desperate to win you throw at my guy throw at shoot yours uh, I'm not a fan of that type of baseball I understand you want to protect your guys but sometimes um. Uh, you know, throwing some throwing at somebody's head is just uncalled for in this sport. And, but hey, you know, it is what it is. The Pittsburgh Pirates pulled it off. They're going to uh, play. Excuse me. Pittsburgh Pirates are going to play as I look up my information. The Cardinals and. Uh, uh, also, uh, the Mets versus the Dodgers, the former New York team versus the current New York team, uh, playing each other. Um, so that that is your baseball roundup. Uh, I actually, from my belief, I actually uh, my outlook on the playoffs, Major League Baseball playoffs. I can see my two teams. I think coming coming into the uh, championship. I actually like. The Toronto uh, Blue Jays, and I like out of the National League, the Dodgers. It's just that that pitching, that uh, Granko, uh, uh, Granky, and uh, Kershaw. That one-two punch is just uh, scary. I don't. It's it's just my belief when it comes to Major League Baseball. If you have those uh, those top two guys, that one and two guys in your rotation. Who are dominant? Who can take over games? It just changes the whole series because you can you can pretty much in a five game series you can pretty much 
it's pretty much difficult to beat one of those guys once in a five game series and and that's pretty much likely what you would see is a game one and two uh Kershaw and Granky and maybe game five Kershaw again. And in some cases if you if uh you you have a they want to go on short rest, you might see them uh see them four times in a five game series, but I doubt that. I don't I I'm not a fan of the three day rest thing. Uh unless it's uh what kind of Unless it's some kind of uh, situation when you got a knuckleball pitcher, because the knuckleball gets better on short rest. Um, but in like I say, I, I do have the Dodgers coming out of the National League, and I have the Blue Jays coming out of the American League. But as I've said once previous, I've been out of baseball for a while, and this is the first year I've been back into baseball. I can be definitely a hundred percent wrong uh, on this one. And it's gonna be exciting, and I'm I'm happy to be back and in, uh, involved into being interested in the sport. Uh, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna give you a little comedy for you. Uh, this is Bill Burr, uh, uh, who I recently saw in Houston uh, a couple of weeks ago. Very great comedian. Uh, he's one of the top of the line top type. He's I would say the upper echelon elite guys on the comedy scene wise, uh, um, you know, selling out arenas type guys. He's not doing the club scenes anymore. He's doing the big arenas. Except for, you know, sometimes he'll bust out and do a, do a club scene. But here we go. Uh, this is Bill Burr. You know, like I dated this girl one time. She was like really into like women's issues. So we used to always have these dumbass arguments. So one time she came up to me and she goes, okay, explain this to me, Bill. Why does a guy make more an hour to do the exact same job, huh? Hmm? Hmm? I go, I'll tell you why. Because in the unlikely event that we're both on a Titanic and it starts to sink, for some fucked up reason, you get to leave with the kids and I have to stay. Yeah, that's why I get the dollar more an hour. No, think about it. If there's a house fire, it's always women and children first. I gotta stand there with like the back of my shirt on fire going, let's go people, let's go, let's go. So that's how I look at it. No, it's a dollar an hour surcharge. That if something fucked up happens, either I can't leave or I gotta like get in the way of it to give you a head start, like rabbit dog, run honey, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You hear a bump in the night, I gotta go check it out, like, yes, he does have a knife. <laughs> Anytime there's a hostage situation, who do they negotiate for first? Well, at least let the women and children go. Well, what about me? <laughs> Bullets hurt me too, why the fuck do I gotta stay in the vault? No, that's my point, man. Where are all the feminists in those situations? You know what I mean? You can't find them. There are no feminists in a house fire. That's a, that's a guarantee. You can take the most hardcore feminist, some chick right in your face, like, you chauvinistic son of a bitch. Little short, little haircut, the whole nine yards, right? Second those flames break out, she's gonna twist those little hairs into pigtails. No, I'm just a girl. I wanna go play jump rope. 
and leave you standing in a burning house like you're not flammable. You know, but I'm not, I'm not a dick, though. I'm not, I'm not saying I think a woman should make a dollar less an hour to do the same job. All I'm saying is if you're going to make what I make when the boat sinks, you better be standing right there next to me, listening to that guy play the cello. Then you get the corner office. You get all the benefits or whatever. I don't know, you know what, I just find women that just like, uh, I think they're great. I don't want this to come off like, I don't want to come off here like I'm some woman here, because, you know, I know I'm a psycho, but it's just like, I don't know, I just find them to be like relentless. Just every day, they, they just, they just got to come at you. They just wake up, they have an agenda, and so they're like these psycho robots that never run out of batteries, and every day they just keep, just keep coming at you. Right? You got to deal with that every single day. Hey, honey, you And you literally, you know? Every day, it's, it's like waves hitting the beach, you know? Every day, just eroding a little more of your life away, you know? Just waking up inch by inch, right? every day, just... Why are you hanging out with him? He drinks too much. Where'd you buy that? That's ugly. Throw it out! So one day, you're just hanging out in the middle of a lagoon, just floating there with your baseball cards. You're waving to your friends back on the shore. Don't get me tickets. I still like sports. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Hey, honey, how you doing? No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn how to how to pick my battles with my girl. You know, that's what I am. You know, I used to argue all the time. I'm just trying to pick the battles. Some days they they come at you. You just, you just gotta let them go. You just let them go and follow them to whatever dumb. You want to do that? Hey, we're gonna get a picnic. We have a picnic. You bring the good bank and you. <laughs> then other days, you just, you just gotta get your hand up. You just gotta just create this perimeter, something for them to bounce off, like. <laughs> you, just, you just send that psycho energy in another direction. <laughs> Buy yourself a couple of hours for freedom before they bounce off something else. Gang, they stop coming back. see my No, they're relentless. They never stop. And there's no reason for them to stop. You know why? Because you can't hit them. That's what it is. Think about that. There's no physical ramifications for being an ass when you're a woman. Do you know how much of a, how much of a dick I would be if it was socially unacceptable to kick the out of me? Dude, I would be trashing everybody I saw. See some big muscle-bound guy. Jim, slap his protein shake But I can't do that, right? Every guy has a line, and if I cross the line, I get blasted in the face. Totally acceptable, right? But with women, there's no line. They can just keep, just keep coming at you. Dude, they can do stuff worthy of like a suplex, and they'll just stand right next to it. They don't even have the decency to run away. They like light your clothes on fire. They're like, ta-da, I did that. around to see your reaction. I invited a couple of friends to heckle you as you try to stomp it out with your bare feet. Oh yeah, they'll like key your car, sign their name. Susan did this and You're sitting like, now? Can I at least put her in a headlock? Give her a couple of... No, I feel bad for women that you, you never get to feel that. You guys should, should do it to each other, you know? Just every once in a while. Just haul off and just blast one of your friends in the face, you know? 
It's good for you. That is uh, Bill Burr, a uh, very funny comedian. Um, also, uh, this week NFL, um, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to talk a little college football. Not really much. I'm, st- I'm really today, this week, since this is kind of an impromptu show, like I said, I just got my phone fixed. So this is like a little thrown together. Sorry about that. Uh, the you got the the these issues with University of Texas. Uh, uh, Texas pretty much uh, UT pretty much got a stomping by TCU last week, and now they're going into the old the Texas OU game. Big advantage for the for for the Sooners. Uh, uh, I'm projecting the Sooners will pretty much win this game, but uh, but. People on the outside, I'll just say it like this. People on the outside of the Austin area all believe that uh, Charlie Strong has this super short lease, lease because of the firing of uh, Steve Patterson because he's the one who hired uh, Charlie Strong. And I will say to you, Steve Patterson firing has nothing to, one, nothing to do with uh, do what could happen to Charlie Strong. Two, the people here in the city of Austin uh, on the UT campus are willing to give Charlie Strong a little, a little bit longer. I mean, a little bit of a leash, especially because uh, where the program is coming from and what the goal of Charlie Strong was, which that actually takes time. If you bring in a coach in, and the ideal is to bring a little discipline to the uh, to the school. It's it's not gonna it's it's gonna be a fall before a climb, and Charlie Strong will get a little bit of time at least. I will say he won't be fired after two years. He'll at least get three years. Now there is the idea of the insane UT fan, which yes, UT fan is up there one uh, top five uh, college football fan that uh. Goes insane unnecessarily up there with Notre Dame, up there with uh Miami, up there with uh USC, Alabama, those type of schools who who go cri- critically insane when their schools are not not dominating. Uh, I I could see you see that going around. Uh, you saw that uh, you uh, the. Texas Rangers uh uh Twitter guy, social media guy posted fired Charlie Strong. And I'm going to say this, Charlie Strong will be the coach of the uh UT Longhorns next season. That is my projection pro- projection on that. Uh it just doesn't make sense to bring in a guy tell him that you want him to change the atmosphere and and after 2 years let him go, especially for the type of school uh, Texas is, even though the fan base is insane, and, and to a point, the boosters are insane. But Charlie Strong will get at at minimal three years. I think he actually gets four years because that's around the time you start to see his recruits should blossom around the fourth year. You got to understand that first year as head coach. He's not able to recruit the same as the years after. And actually, this year, you have a lot of uh, young guys getting uh, playing time right now. And 
that has a lot to do with the, um, the current state of the team and the type of losses they're taking because when you got a lot of sophomores and freshmen on the field, you, you in college uh, football, you're gonna have uh, it's gonna be tough to win some games. And to be honest, if you also look at the scheduling at the beginning of the season, Notre Dame, uh, you get the you kind of get a break with Rice, but then you got uh, Oklahoma State, TCU, and you got a school like uh, Oklahoma coming up on the schedule. It, to be honest, it's feasible to see those schools, especially when those schools were highly ranked. Uh, I think I'm, I could be wrong, but I think all all those schools while playing Texas were top ten. Um, uh, so, and you know Texas is rebuilding. So, oh, and also Cal, Cal, Cal wasn't ranked, but they're ranked now. Uh, but that was, I remember going into that game, I was saying that that was a game that, uh, UT needed to win because, uh, I actually saw it coming with the, the, the next few games being games that I didn't, I didn't deem possible. I didn't deem likely to win, even though, uh, the Oklahoma State game, they played actually well. Came back, almost won the game with the uh, uh, with the late penalty. Also, uh, in the Cal game, they they came back and almost won. Uh, came back, almost won late in the game, but uh, the missed extra point put them behind on Cal. So they're gonna need to learn how to win. They're gonna need to keep playing close, uh, playing tough, playing close games and. They get through this storm. Well, this is the last of the storm, which is Oklahoma. And after that, I actually can see them winning winning the next few games all the way. I actually I predicted they would win all five games. Even though I think Virginia uh, may be a tough... That's the toughest game remaining on the schedule until the Baylor game. See, the Baylor game, I don't, uh, I don't see likely them winning... But if they win those five games, those five games beforehand, and I know that's a lot to say, this school winning five games in a row, especially with their current record and what they've performed in the previous uh, four games, well, previous three games and, you know, the upcoming game with Oklahoma. Like I said, I, I don't see likely them beating Oklahoma. But if they, what if they somehow do, do win that game? Let's just say... They do win that game. Then they're actually in a good place because, you know, you would only need to win four to five to qualify for a bowl. And I think that is actually kind of very important for uh, the Longhorns to get uh, get in a bowl situation because uh, you get more practice for those young freshmen uh, and uh, freshmen and sophomores. And I think that would... That would help the Longhorns uh, down the line, and also uh, a, another good year of recruiting would be would be helpful for the school. Now, uh, going into the NFL, the Houston Texans play. Uh, I'll focus on both Texas teams. Um, the Cowboys. Mm, I'm not gonna say too much, but the Cowboys are. Uh, 
they're in trouble this week. They're playing against the uh, the Patriots. I think uh, I can't can't really look that up right now. Impromptu show. As I remember, they play the Patriots this week. Uh, Tom Brady, off of uh, coming off of uh, a week off. Uh, coming off of a bye week, going into the next game. It's I don't I really don't with Brandon Wheaton as the starting quarterback. I really don't like the chances of the Cowboys uh, going into the week. Now the Texans play the Colts, which actually is tonight, and Colts are sitting down uh, Andrew Luck, and they're gonna start Matt Hasselback and Matt Hasselback. Uh, who suffered flu-like symptoms last week is still recovering. Um, normally, I would take the Colts in this situation, but because of Matt Hasselbeck starting and not being too well, I'm actually going to take Texans to defeat the uh, the Colts. And this is going to be interesting because that would mean with a two and two record, and people are every you know people in Houston were panicking. Because of the, uh, I mean, uh, well, with a one and three record, this will make them two and three. And recently, people in Houston were panicking because they, uh, because of the one and three record. I'm predicting the Texans can defeat the Colts and uh, go two and three. And actually, that would put the the Houston Texans actually in first place of the AFC South. That's how. Destructive the division has been because of the Colts' recent struggles, and well, you know the other two teams in the division, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Tennessee Titans. Even though I like I've repeated before, I think the Titans are on their way up. Actually, within the next couple of years, they might be the second best team in the division unless the Texans can find some something to do with their quarterback situation. Um, but um. But that's gonna that's gonna be uh, two two games uh, to watch this weekend. I, I like I said, I really don't uh, like the Cowboys' chances against uh, Tom Brady after a bye week. So I'm sorry, Cowboy fans. You might think I'm hating because that's where you guys go with it. But uh, this is straight honesty. Y- you know, come on, you know. But uh, it's time to wrap this. Uh, Wrap this puppy up. Um, maybe next week I'll have a better organized show. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this thing with uh with uh without the access I had. I have to figure out ways around getting me some internet access so I could uh continue doing the show. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening. And um, I guess see you next week. If you cross me again, on you I will.